Good morning. It's time for your journey to better health. We have Dr. Brad Shapiro in with us from Ultimate Health Chiropractic. And Brad, if you would, our standard disclaimer and our sponsors. Yes, sir. Standard disclaimer. Please understand that we're not trying to treat you over the airwaves. So if you do have a health care concern or if we talk about anything that sparks your interest, please seek out the health care provider of your choice, whether it's chiropractor like myself, physical therapist, medical doctor, massage therapist, dentist, whatever the case may be, please seek out the health care provider of your choice. Then I want to mention our sponsors. First, we have Abundant Life Assembly of God. That's actually the church where myself and my wife and our son attend. Great group of people, Pastor Josh Conrad and his uh, wife, Lindsay. They both, did a, they both do a great job. Um, we do Sunday morning services at 1030 a.m., you can reach us at area code 931-967-1187. Again, that's area code 931-967-1187. Second sponsor is Unstoppable Church, headed up by Pastor Brad Brinkley and staff. Another great group of people. They do kind of a rock and roll worship service, and then they're affiliated with a large group called Life Church at Oklahoma. But you can reach them at area code 931-649-2909. Again, that's area code 931-649-2909, and they are doing Sunday morning services. Absolutely. Your pastor's wife has an incredible singing voice. She does. It's amazing. She, she, it? doesn't, need, she doesn't need any kind of microphone, does she? <laughs> she really doesn't. Oh, man. No, it's incredible. Lindsay's the worship leader at our church, and mm-hmm. you can just feel the atmosphere change and mm-hmm. the presence of the Lord the moment she opens her mouth and, and we start worship. It's Absolutely. amazing. Absolutely. What do you think... A person's spiritual health has to do. How, how important is a, a good state of spiritual health to a state of total uh, ultimate health? It's huge. I mean, I think it's the most important piece. Um, the Bible says if you focus on the kingdom of heaven, everything else will be added to you. Mm-hmm. It also talks about the, that the kingdom is near. It talks about how the kingdom is is within us and lives within us. Um, and these are all things to, to you know read about in the scriptures. Um, but Really being a place of, of spiritual health is really important, um, and it's got to be authentic. It can't be like a lot of things. You know, there's a lot of counterfeit in every area of life, including the spiritual side of health. Um, you know, a great example from a, a more practical standpoint is Diet Cokes. You know, it says diet, which gives you the impression that it's, it's somehow healthy or, mm-hmm. or good for you if you're on a diet. Mm-hmm. But there's a mountain of research at this point that shows that the artificial sweeteners they use, the aspartame and some of those things, are anything but healthy for you. They're mm-hmm. actually neurotoxins and mm-hmm. terrible for your brain and nerves and all those things. But so you've got to watch out for those counterfeit things that uh, present themselves as being healthy or good but really aren't. And your spiritual health is no different. Um, from a biblical standpoint, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, in the life, mm-hmm. and the only way to the Father is through the Son, mm-hmm. uh, which makes it pretty crystal clear that He's He's the uh, the bridge that we need to seek to uh, to to find that spiritual health that we're looking for, that kingdom of heaven that we're looking for. I, I know lots of times you talk about uh, sincerity, and I remember my late father during his fifty year ministry. I can remember a lot of times that he would say that. He really didn't like the phrase, act like a Christian. He said, we shouldn't act like a Christian, we should be one. Yeah. And I thought that spoke volumes. Yeah, I think there's things like that that are really important to zero in on. Mm -hmm. Um, The youth pastor at our church, uh, Mike Cunningham, great guy. 
and he likes to use the phrase follower of Christ mm-hmm. versus using the, the name Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are you really following Christ? Are you really seeking him out? Are you really trying to be discipled by him? Are you really trying to walk in step with him and, mm-hmm. and be who he's called to be and, and follow him in the direction he's leading your life and just all those things? But mm-hmm. he, uh, he, again, likes to use the phrase follower of Christ versus Christian. Um, but I think to... To examine those things and to really consider those things is important. And that's a big part of spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite parts about the Bible and discovering, I guess, deep, deeper levels of intimacy with the Lord is it's like trying to find buried treasure. And it's just so exciting when you do discover these new places of intimacy or, you know, scripture that you've read a thousand times and suddenly it, it comes alive in a new way. You know, the, the Bible says that that is the living word. It's alive. Mm-hmm. And it's really neat when it comes to, to life in a new way. But I think, uh, I think looking at those things from different perspectives and really trying to seek that, um, uh, that authentic perspective as close as you possibly can is just really important. And again, it, that leads into your spiritual health, which mm-hmm. will filter into everything else, your physical, your mental, emotional health, all mm-hmm. those things. There you go. We have talked a lot uh, in the years you and I have done this series of interviews. We've talked a lot about chiropractic. There are some people that will have uh, a symptom, will have a pain in, in the arm or a certain pain in the back, whatever, and they'll, they'll go into the frame of mind, okay, I'm going to get this one adjustment and that will take care of it, uh, which it may. But then you have the people who go into it and realize that if they become a team with you and make a regular scheduled chiropractic adjustment part of their health regimen, they've got a really good success at long-term ultimate health. Yeah, it's it makes a That's huge... That's the key. Yeah, when people really latch on to the wellness piece of all this and the preventative piece mm-hmm. of all this, um, it's really a game changer because I, I like to tell patients as good as we are at fixing things, we're even better at prevention. Mm-hmm. Um, when you really take on that preventative approach to your vehicle or to your home or whatever, it just makes a huge, huge difference versus wait until things kind of snowball out of control and you're trying to trying to dig yourself out of a ditch. Mm-hmm. And that's true with your health. That's true with relationships. That's true with your finances. A preventative approach where you kind of, you're proactive and you think about, hey, how can I do the things that will keep me healthy versus wait until the engine blows and I'm in, in big trouble. It's just a much better way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a lot of what we try to think about at Ultimate Health is what's the right rhythm or the, the number of visits or the uh, the treatment plan for the individual patient. You know, I've got some patients that just a few adjustments, they're good to go, and then they transition to, say, once a month to mm-hmm. take on that preventative approach, that wellness approach. Mm-hmm. I've got other pr- patients. I'm getting more into some of the brain-based type things. There's parts of the brain like the uh, basal ganglia and the cerebellum and all these fancy-sounding names. But depending on what you're trying to accomplish with the brain, you might need a lot of repetition, especially in the beginning, because you're you're trying to retrain those those learning mechanisms. So those those are patients that might need to come in several times for the first few weeks, mm-hmm. just because you need repetition, just like you need repetition. If you're trying to learn the words for a spelling bee, you know, you got to look at the words over and over and over. If you want to rehab some of these parts of the brain or some aspects of, of health, it's going to take a lot of repetition in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got the extremes of, of people that need a lot of treatment in the beginning. You've got the, the other extreme of people that just need a couple things and then they're good to go and everything in between. 
But regardless of which uh, which path the person enters into, whether they need a lot of treatments or a little treatments, it still makes sense to eventually transition into prevention. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of how much work your your vehicle initially needs to kind of get it up to par, it still makes sense to eventually transition to where you're getting regular oil changes and you're rotating the tires mm-hmm. and you're changing out the filters and you're doing all those things to, to take a preventative approach. And, and lots of times, Brad, when, when it comes to chiropractic, some people out there have a preconceived notion that all chiropractic is is an adjustment to take care of an ache or a pain in the back or the shoulder or whatever. But they don't realize chiropractic has the potential to be so much more. I mean, we're talking about sinus uh, symptoms. We're talking about all kinds of things. Give sort of a a well-rounded picture of the possibilities that uh, come about because of chiropractic adjustment. You know, chiropractic, in its real essence, is about reconnecting the brain to the body. Mm-hmm. And the brain controls everything. You know, if you can imagine signals start the brain, they travel down the spine, they go out of all those nerves from the spine, they go into every organ and muscle and gland and everything in the body, every tissue. And so if, the, if that communication between the, the body and the brain is what it should be, it has the potential to, to impact just about everything you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, Outside of major traumas, you know, obviously we don't do broken bones and those types of things. But outside of that stuff, our patient base is as diverse as you can imagine. Um, everything from age to, you know, in the sense that we see uh, babies. You know, I see babies that are only a month old uh, to I see patients that are, you know, in their 90s. Um, we see kids with seizures. We see people, of course, with pain like low back pain and shoulder pain and neck pain and all those things. Mm-hmm. We see patients with digestive issues. We see patients with thyroid issues. We see patients with, um, uh, you know, heart issues. I mean, everything you can imagine, literally. But the, the scope of chiropractic is really endless because, again, it's about, it's focused around the brain and the brain mm-hmm. controls everything. Mm-hmm. And then you compound that with the fact that there's hundreds of different chiropractic techniques, um, everything from different styles of adjustments to, different styles of using things like nutrition and lifestyle. Uh, There's mental emotional techniques. There's ways to reboot the brain around emotions, kind of like rebooting a computer around a virus. Mm -hmm. So we've seen patients with, you know, severe depression and anxiety. Um, I I can honestly say we see just about everything you can imagine short of major traumas. Again, we don't do broken Mm -hmm. bones. We don't do, you know, gunshot wounds. And and thank God for the doctors that do those things. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a big believer in, in patients forming the right clinical team. Um, you know, I, I know I'm kind of going off on a rant, but, you know, I work alongside of Vicki Jones and Sonia um, mm-hmm. over at the Viam Clinic. I'm so thankful they're there. It's such a blessing to be able to refer back and forth depending on what the patient needs. And, and the results over at, the, at uh, Viam speak volumes. They really do. Um, and it's just about forming that right clinical team. You know, we provide the more natural, you know, chiropractic type stuff. They provide the <clears> medical <throat> stuff. Um, I think Vicky's been in practice for over 40 years. I mean, mm-hmm. this is just not her first rodeo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she just has a wealth of experience. Sonia's the same way. Sonia's um, worked in, in doctor's offices and, and worked as a nurse for a long, long time. Um, of course, Brittany's been with me for about 10 years now. Um, and so has we, she been that long? Yeah, it's hard to believe. Wow. Hard to believe. Um, so we just a real solid group that are able to provide a lot of patients with that right clinical team. And then if there's anything outside of what we can handle, you know, if they need to 
see an orthopedist or if they need to see a neurologist or whatever, we're happy to refer. Um, but that's a big part of, of all this stuff is, I think, number one, just understanding the tremendous scope of chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number two, just understand how we can all work as a team. But along the lines of the scope of chiropractic, we're actually classified as primary care doctors. So you don't need a referral. For a lot of our patients, we are their primary care. We're their first go-to. And then if we can't handle something or if they need something in addition to what we offer, mm-hmm. then we refer out. And um, But you'd be surprised. I mean, I, we are the primary, the, the main person that people utilize from a health care standpoint for a lot of our patients. I, I, know that, I know that she won't mind us uh, uh, mentioning her, but one of the biggest success stories in your whole practice has been your wife, Melissa. Yeah. Yeah, you think of where Melissa was due to uh, being a workaholic like I always have been. Yeah, and and where she came from and where she is now, she is a believer. She is. She is and a good example of what chiropractic can be. She is, and you know, Melissa had a lot of skepticism in the beginning. Um, she thought that some of the things I was promoting seemed pretty outrageous mm-hmm. um, in terms of what chiropractic could do or what healthcare model we were going to use for Jackson, our son. Um, you know, everything from not natural childbirth to not, um, just, you know, not using a bunch of antibiotics or, you know, using more natural things when he got sick. Um, but it, it really, as she dug deeper into all this, she really did her own research. Uh, her mind really shifted, and she just really saw the fruit. You know, I know we talked about spiritual health in the beginning of the show. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the Bible says you'll know them by their fruit, mm-hmm. and the fruit's real obvious with Jackson. I mean, the kid's going to be almost, or he's going to be 13 in October. Good grief. He's never had to take an antibiotic. You got a teenager on your hands. I know. It's insane. Oh, oh, wow. May the force be with me. Yes, sir. Um, but he's never had to take an antibiotic. He's never had to take a children's Tylenol. He's never had an ear infection. Um, he's never had to take gas drops for digestive stuff. I mean, stuff that's almost science fiction mm-hmm. for a kid that's almost 13. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's because of this healthcare model that we used, uh, primarily centered around chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go into another couple things here. Talk about years ago what the relationship might have been like between chiropractic and the what you might term traditional medical community and what it is now. And, uh, and I think it's come a long way simply due to the fact that there are only so many um, health dollars to go around, uh, whether you're doing it out of your pocket or the uh, governmental programs or whatever. There's only, only so many dollars to go around, and they're seeing that maybe if they give chiropractic a chance, that they may, for fewer dollars, be able to get good or even better results at times. Yeah, I think, you know, I think... Uh, a lot of it's supply and demand. I think a lot of it's the circumstances that we're in. Mm-hmm. I think it's the years of education. You know, the the World Wide Web can be the bathroom wall of, of today's oh, society, and you have to really watch what you you read or see. Um, how, how many times have you had a patient come in and look up stuff on the web and have themselves convinced that they had every disease known to mankind? Had every disease or... You know, sometimes you'll see things online that paint, you know, chiropractic in a bad light as if it's dangerous. 
Um, and I just remind people that the third leading cause of death in this country is medical error. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, drugs kill a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not anti-medical. You know, thank goodness and thank God for drugs and surgeries and all those things when you need them. But if safety is your concern, mm-hmm. chiropractic is a very, very, very safe option. Mm-hmm. I pay less in malpractice insurance than most people pay in car insurance. Um, and that just wow. indicates how safe chiropractic is. Um, but, yeah, so we have to dispel some of those things, but I don't think it's near as, as difficult as it used to be. And one of the things that, and I'm stealing Dr. Anderson's line on this one, but I think it's a great insight, is he, he had said for years that, you know, the healthcare models of the future were going to have to meet at least two criteria. They were going to have to be clinically effective, meaning they would actually have to work, mm-hmm. and they were going to have to be cost effective. They would have to be affordable. Mm-hmm. And chiropractic meets both of those in spades in a just a tremendous amount of situations and, and clinical uh, circumstances. Well, and, and one big example of that, take a look at all the professional sports teams and all the various sports that have found out that with a chiropractor on staff that they can get people well uh Lots of times get people well quicker and um, at a less expensive rate than if they went the traditional rate. Yeah, and, and again, it's, traditional just, way. it's just not even close. I mean, we our cash price for the adjustment, and this includes the adjustment, the, any lasers that people need, mm-hmm. uh, or the handheld lasers at least, mm-hmm. any therapies like electric stimulation or traction, the, the stretch machine for mm-hmm. discs. You know, whatever the patient needs, it's, it's 55 bucks. So that's mm-hmm. all inside that $50, $55 fee. Yeah. Your average low back surgery, last time I looked at it, was about $80,000. Mm-hmm. You know, so how many $55 treatments do you have to do to reach $80,000? <laughs> so if you got a calculator, well, do the math. Yeah, yeah, do the math. But, I mean, that just puts it in perspective. It's not even, I mean, I... When people get concerned about costs, and I've done this so many times over the years, as busy as we are now, I haven't had the chance to do it like I used to. Mm-hmm. But just take a pencil, uh, take a piece of paper and a, a pencil, and you know, really look at what you spent on healthcare, uh, say this last year in, in 2021, mm-hmm. and then start exploring things like chiropractic, and just see what happens if you transition what you can, what makes sense over into more of a chiropractic model. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I would never want to deny somebody something they truly need. Not everything is a chiropractic case. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to create that argument. But just start looking at what would happen to your, your personal expenses for you and your family if you switched more over into that type of model. Right. And we've got literature at the, uh, the clinic that shows just, you know, they did a seven-year study, for instance, where they took all these people that transitioned uh, into chiropractic, where chiropractor, where a chiropractor was their primary care physician, their mm-hmm. primary person they went to, mm-hmm. and the dollars that were saved in terms of like hospital admissions and pharmaceutical costs and uh, surgeries. I mean, it's just it's tremendous. Mm-hmm. It's it's mind blowing. Well, and, and I've told you this on, on several occasions uh, that my late uncle, he was a medical doctor for thirty five or forty years over in McMinnville, and I, I'm ta- I'm going back to when I was a, a kid back in the uh, early and mid-60s, I think he was way ahead of his time because on many occasions people would come in 
with various symptoms, and he and he would tell them seriously. He would tell them um, that okay, I can take care of this, and then for this, I want you to go and see Doctor So and So down at the end of the hall. And he was a, a chiropractor, friend yeah. of his for years. Yeah, and he said I can take care of this. Go and see Doctor So and So, the chiropractor, for this. Yeah, I mean, he was way ahead of his time. Yeah, and it's important. And I mean, I you know, obviously, I've spent some time considering how to defend chiropractic and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, against the naysayers or whatever, but outside of that, I, I love those clinical relationships where you can work alongside of the medical doctor like your uncle that you're describing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so comforting to know that I've got Vicky and, and she's got me just to, to serve the patients and whatever they need. Because, mm-hmm. again, not everything's a chiropractic situation. Mm-hmm. Not everything's a medical situation. But to, to have the ability to uh, refer patients and to just offer patients what they need to the best of our ability versus turf wars is just awesome. Um, Believe me when I tell you, patients are not interested in doctors fighting and being combative. They're interested in in a clinical team working together for their their best interest, the Mm -hmm. patient's best interest. Mm -hmm. Um, So just it's kind of like, you know, what kid enjoys listening to their parents fight? You know, what patient enjoys uh, a couple of doctors with different training sparring constantly and putting each other down and gossiping Mm -hmm. about each other? Mm -hmm. Uh, Patients want doctors to come together and do whatever they can to to help them to the best of their ability and to help their families to the best of their ability. Now, for the people listening in that are thinking that chiropractic may be the answer, you're going to have some of them out there that are going to be saying, okay, I need to go by and see him. I'm not sure what my insurance would do, this, that, and the other. Yeah. You have studied the insurance aspect of it for a long time and came to a really uh, important decision in your practice a few years back. Yes, we we are officially an all-cash practice. We've been this way, I guess, for like five or six years mm-hmm. at this point. It's hard to believe it's mm-hmm. been that long. Um, and what that means is we take cash, we take debit cards, we take checks, all those things, but we just don't file insurance. Now, we can print out people's bills if they want to s- submit it to their insurance company on their own, but that's not something we do. And I spent over a year with the guy that does my billing. He's also an accountant, and I just had him produce report after report after report. And we discovered through that process that probably 85 to 90% of our patients came out ahead financially with a cash model versus utilizing insurance. And you weren't surprised by that at all, were you? Well, I just, I went into it with an open mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I did what I try to promote to, to patients. You know, come into our office with an open mind. Mm-hmm. I went into this situation with an open mind. And as I looked at more and more reports and information that this accountant was producing, mm-hmm. In terms of what the cost would be with and without doing insurance, um, it was very surprising and I was very skeptical and I wasn't sure what to believe at first. And about eight, nine months into it, the, the, the best thing I could come up with is I proposed a challenge to the guy that does my billing, this guy that's an accountant. Mm-hmm. And I said, prove to me why we should not all go, go all cash. For most of our patients, and mm-hmm. he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, by the way, I pay him less money now than I used to when we were doing insurance um, because it's way less complicated. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm his easiest client, or at least one of his easiest clients, mm-hmm. because 
you know, at a gas station when you go in and say, I want that Snickers bar, the Snickers bar is a dollar, you know, the, the person that's purchasing the, the Snickers bar hands the, the cashier a dollar, mm-hmm. cashier hands them the Snickers bar, and it's done. Where insurance... And the problem with Snickers bar is... Uh, you can still get a bar for a dollar, but it's smaller and smaller. And smaller. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, and like a bag of chips, you get a bag of chips for a dollar, and there's three chips in it. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, that fee for service, that just simple exchange, mm-hmm. you give me a dollar, I give you a Snickers bar, is a heck of a lot more uh, simplistic mm-hmm. than filing insurance. I promise mm-hmm. you that. Well, and the thing was, when you found out how... Uh, much sense it made, it wasn't a thing of you saying, no, 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 I was right. What it was, was you saying, this is something that's going to help my patients because it's going to be a simpler way to deliver their health care and make it simpler for them to, to get that health care done. Yes. I mean, a lot of times when we do... And that's uh, your ultimate goal. Yeah, a lot of times when we do staff meetings, we really talk about core values. That's the key. And one of our core values is service. You mm-hmm. know, I want to I do the best I can to provide, again, uh, service that meets those two criteria. It's clinically effective, so it's mm-hmm. got to actually work, and it's cost effective. Mm-hmm. But this... I wanted it to be a win-win for both us and the patients. And at least for our circumstances, you know, the, the relationship's supposed to be synergistic. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be, um, you know, something where everybody wins. Mm-hmm. So the, the office should win, the patient should win, and the insurance company should win. Mm-hmm. But of those three parties, again, the, the doctor, the provider, me, the patient, and the insurance company, uh, only one of those three was winning, and I'm, I'm going to give you three guesses to go oh, yeah. to which one, and, and the first two don't count. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why we tried to, or that's why we did transition. Sure. Um, but I'm not saying it makes sense for every office. Every office is different. Mm-hmm. Every type of doctor and what he or she provides is different. So mm-hmm. everybody's got to do their own research to look into that. But uh, transitioning away from insurance is, is by far one of the best decisions we've ever made. There you go. It's always a pleasure talking to you. In, uh, as part of your closing comments, be sure and tell everybody about your uh, presence online, how they can find out more. Yes. Once again, my name is Dr. Brad Shapiro with Ultimate Health. We're available five days a week, Monday through Friday. If you'd like to be seen on a Monday or a Friday, we can see at the Winchester office. Or if you'd like to be seen on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, we can see at the Manchester office. You can reach us at area code 931-967-6308. Again, that's area code 931-967-6308. Also, want to encourage you to like us on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash ultimatechiropractic. And then last but not least, check out our website at www.ultimatehealthtn.com. If you go on our website, it'll tell you more about our office and what we do. But there's also, if you click on the UH Podcast tab, you can find all our shows, including this one. Um, But we've really done some great shows. We've done some 30-minute shows like this. And then we've also done some longer shows, about an hour and a half. Um, But there's some great information. I've had some awesome guests that I've interviewed and I think you'll really get a kick out of just uh, all the things you can learn and um, just how interesting some of those podcasts are. But I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and we will talk to you Monday of next week at 7 a.m.